So I thought this would be a pretty interesting read. I am a financially independent 17-year-old who spent all of their money on a burdening car. Hi, I am 17 years old in Georgia and am virtually independent. My father is single and only covers housing and car insurance. My mother is dead. I cover my health care, dental work, food, gas costs, other transportation, and every retail purchase necessary to my living under the sun. I've been working for around two years now to keep myself afloat. Hey, good job for you. I was left with $8,500 in life insurance from my paternal grandmother, and my father authorized me to use it to get a car. He did not help me with the process, and I, having no support system, used all of it to get a 2008 Honda Element with 190,000 miles. Sedans aren't an option in the area that I live because of how awful the roads are, so an older SUV was what I saw as my best option. Since buying this car a little under six months ago, November 2021, I've had to replace the water pump, crankshaft pulley, oil pressure switch, high beams, low beams, left window regulator, and my O2 sensors have busted. There's another issue that I suspect is either the power steering pump or the O-rings on it. When the oil pressure switch failed last week, I was on the interstate driving up to Elena and my car suddenly lost power and began declining in speed no matter how much I attempted to accelerate. I only ended up surviving that situation because my boyfriend's parents drove out and followed me back to their house two hours away and covered the emergency repairs at no cost to me, which I am incredibly lucky and grateful and ashamed for. The cost to maintain this car and fuel in this economy when I'm only getting 20 mpg is more than I can handle, but currently my only option. I've been between jobs for a month and am living off the rest of my savings until I get my first check. I know that I could just cut my losses and list it for $4,000 to have it gone within a month, but my father guilt trips me into keeping my car when I mention taking less than I paid for it. I love my car, but it is a financial burden and I just want it out. Any advice on how to better the situation would be appreciated. Edit to all those ridiculing me for my wording. I'd like to state that my father is using all my social security money for my mother's death every month on whatever the F. Him tolerating me living in his trailer out of legal obligation and adding my 16-year-old car to his insurance plan under his name with one-fifth of the money he's taken from me every month is not financial support. I feel as though virtually is a crucial word in my initial paragraph. Sorry for not including it in the title. Thank you. Okay, so if I was this person in this situation, I would sell that car as soon as I can and find a car that is more reliable. Because the reality of the situation is that you need a reliable car to simply work, right? Regardless of what your father's doing, regardless of what anyone else is doing, 
for your one, own safety, and two, to continue your financial independence, you need a car that can work, that doesn't cost an arm and a leg for you to drive. That's the reality of the situation, right? Now that's going to probably be pretty hard to find an SUV that is reliable, that is only four grand, roughly, right? Because obviously she still wants to have some money in the savings to actually live off until she gets her paycheck. So this is kind of a hard situation because obviously her home life is not great, obviously. But she needs to find a car, right? And I understand that she says that like her roads are super bad, but the reality is it's better to have a reliable car that's an actual sedan than an SUV that constantly breaks down. Like that is the reality of the situation. And you can get a really cheap, really cheap Honda or Nissan that's very good at gas mileage, but is again very, very cheap and reliable. Like you want something that is extremely cheap to maintain. You want something that is really good on gas. And the only way for you to really do that is to basically get like a sedan, right? That is small, tiny, that costs basically nothing to run, that could go hundreds of thousands of miles. And even if something were to blow on it, you could replace it for a couple hundred bucks, right? Like that's the situation that you basically need to do like like this is the situation that you're actually in right that's how bad the situation is and the reason why i say this is so bad is because her family situation is not great like it's just not great but let's get into the comment section of this post i just want to make you aware of something for the future as you get older and make decisions about cars if your reasoning for getting this car was that it was an SUV and required for the bad roads, well, an element is an SUV only in name. It's boxy and gets bad gas mileage. The ground clearance of an element is 6.8 inches to compare a Honda Accord is 6.7 inches. So the reasoning that the roads are bad and you need an SUV turns out this whole time you've actually been driving a sedan anyways. So be free in the knowledge that a sedan is adequate for what you do every day and you can broaden your buying horizons. Someone may say something about the suspension or blah, blah, blah. Listen, there's nothing on the Honda Element that makes it able to do something a large sedan cannot do. The Element is not a body-on-frame truck like a Tahoe or Expedition. It is a based on the Honda CRV which while an SUV is a crossover, meaning it's a unibody constructor frame based on, you guessed it, the Civic, an even smaller sedan than the Accord. Don't believe the hype on trucks and SUV. Very few people actually need one. And this is the thing, this is very true. And really, the only people that actually need like an SUV, well, technically no one really needs an SUV. People who might need a truck are people who actually need to put like big things in the back of their bed, right? Like those are the only people that actually kind of like need it. And otherwise, you could get like a four by four 
or all-wheel drive sedan for a lot cheaper if you're like in the snow and whatnot. Okay, I really, really wish more people were like you and told other stuff like this. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard the all-wheel drive is required routine from people around here because it snows and snows quite a bit, but all the taxis that are Prius do just fine. Same with ground clearance. I've been told more than once that it's fine. My SUV is only two-wheel drive because it's still an SUV, so it's better in the snow and all that. It's last-gen RAV4. It's got 6.3 inches of ground clearance. That ain't anything, but it's more than enough for almost everyone, including myself, and there's enough snow. I cannot get through it with snow tires. I'll call in sick. Got to call in sick a ton of times before it makes up the difference between even a two-wheel drive RAV4 and a four-wheel and even more times if I wanted a higher ground clearance SUV with four-wheel drive at the time, especially since the gas would be worse. Okay, I would add that any car with 190,000 miles on it, these are normal maintenance items that have failed on you. There are most definitely other things that require maintenance according to the manufacturer's maintenance schedule, and these are things that are expected to wear out that are on that schedule. On top of that, there are probably more things that will fail prematurely, but you own it outright. Paying to fix other things is usually cheaper than a monthly car payment over time until it isn't. Like if you have a blown motor or transmission, change your oil regularly. Yes, that is exactly what you need to do. Honestly, this, unless you have to drive on unpaid for service roads or something like that a lot, you do not need an SUV. A lot of people have convinced themselves they do. But if you live in the U.S. and only drive on paved roads, there's very little chance that the roads are actually bad enough that a regular sedan won't be able to handle them. Yeah, so this is the thing, right? This is the thing that people need to understand. It's like, look, personal finance is personal. Everybody's situation is a little bit different. But you got to be honest with yourself about your financial situation. And in this situation, this person, this individual needs to sell this car and get something that is very good on gas mileage. Like very good. Because that savings would probably be enough that alone would probably be enough to where she could start saving money once she's starting to get her regular paycheck. And she could start building up this like savings so that if she wants to go to school or do whatever to like increase her skills to get a better paying job, she can, right? So she just needs to be very careful. Like that's the reality. You just got to be very careful and try to be very aware of where you're spending your money. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 Learn to get out of debt and manage your money at 40